This Rise and Shine podcast series has been made possible by the generosity of the Zeitelman Family Foundation, which is committed to the unity and continuity of the Jewish people through meaningful and relevant Jewish education and wisdom. We shine our own unique light. And while they may not be as big and as shiny as your neighbor's Christmas lights, they just don't need to be because we're a small and mighty nation. This is Rise and Shine, a podcast that offers timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations to fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note. Here is Adrian Gold Davis. What is the significance and beauty of light? Both literally and metaphorically, it's the source of scores of poems and songs of cliches and of clarity. We see the light. We step into the light. We share our light. We shine our light. We sing about being blinded by the light, about lighting my fire, about my little light. And Marianne Williamson famously wrote that speech for Nelson Mandela, writing that as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give permission to others to do the same. Just Google it. You're going to see millions of entries about it. And as we enter the season of Hanukkah, we light candles to commemorate the miracle of our victory over the Hellenistic armies that attempted to eradicate Jewish thought and destroyed the temple in Jerusalem. Now, it is traditional to light with oil and wicks, but today many do use candles in their place. And when we were able to liberate and rededicate our temple, we had to relight the eternal light called the Ner Tamid because it burned 24-7 in the temple. So we were unable to find any holy and pure oil to do it with. We found only one little teeny cruet. And miraculously, it burned for eight days until we could secure more of it. Now, the number eight in Jewish philosophical terms, represents the miraculous. Because if seven represents the days of the week plus Shabbat included, then it represents the physical world and the spiritual world combined. But the number eight, it goes beyond that into the truly miraculous. And you see that eight comes after seven, and it's indicating the spiritual level beyond nature. Like the Brit Milah, or what we call the circumcision ceremony, happens on a baby boy's eighth day of life. And we saw again, as I just explained, that the oil lasted eight days instead of the one that there was only enough for. There are many, many, many more examples of this in our tradition. But let me tell you something else. Some years back, before I went to an eye doctor and actually got a prescription for glasses, I was obsessed with and slightly addicted to really cute, fashionable readers. So I had so many of them, and I bought them wherever I went. And as the years went on, I took to wearing one pair over top of another because I stubbornly refused to admit that I couldn't see, and I certainly didn't want to throw away all my fabulous glasses. And maybe it was an aging vanity or maybe simple laziness, but I wore those darn readers many years beyond when I should have. 
As I grew up, I used to be really proud of my 2020 vision. I used to brag about it. And we used to play car games, you know, with my siblings when we were on a road trip. Who can see the furthest? And what does that sign said? I can still see that sign. What about you? Can you see that one? Now, my older sister, she wore glasses. They were these pink cat's eyes. They had tiny little teeny, teeny rhinestones along the edges where they sort of flared up. And I adored them. I decided that I needed them badly, and so I stole them to wear to school. My mother and my sister searched the house desperately for them because they weren't cheap, they were prescription, and we could ill afford a replacement pair in those days. And my sister, she was so upset. She didn't remember losing them, and, you know, she was the oldest, and she was uber responsible and not prone to disappointing our parents. That was actually my domain. And in our family, my elder sister was the angel, and I was, of course, Kel Surprise, the defiant middle child. Anyway, I digress, back to the glasses. So they were very fashionable. And in those days, I was already compelled by the shiny and the chic. So one day in the evening, the teacher calls our house at dinner time. My mother answers the phone, and there's this deep silence and a deeper frown. And this is all I heard her say. But Mrs. Smith, Adrian does not wear glasses. You see, apparently, my teacher was concerned that since my new glasses, I could no longer see the blackboard properly. So the gig was up for me. And I'm not going to bore you with the fallout around that theft and my brazen denials, of course. But I can tell you that I indeed returned them. And I was indeed consequenced. But the real message, in retrospect, is that you can borrow someone else's lenses But someone else's prescription will never bring you clarity. You know, you can borrow the frame as much as you want, but trying to see through someone else's prescription is futile. No matter how badly you think you want to be them, to have what they have, if it's not for you, it will not serve you. And I was always both literally and figuratively diminishing my own light in an attempt to shine someone else's. During the times of the original Hanukkah story, many Jews bought into a Hellenistic worldview. They wanted no part of the deeply soulful operating system that is Judaism, and they preferred the lives that the Greeks were offering. They changed their names. They changed their customs. They assimilated thoroughly. They thought that they could wear a prescription that looked attractive But in the end, they didn't understand that their Jewish soul had its own prescription. Now, here's another quirk about light. Even before giving in to finally needing to be a wearer of real glasses, there were times that I would walk outside into the bright sunlight if I needed to read something that was eluding me even with my readers on. It used to seem magical to me that under the bright light of the sun, small print even stopped swimming and it became clear and simple to decipher. Because among its many gifts, light truly can mean clarity. It is a metaphor, seeing the light, that opens up the eyes in a way that very little else will do. During the darkest time of the year, 
we Jews bring light right into our front windows. Our Chanukiahs, or Hanukkah menorahs, are meant to be placed facing the street just as the light is dimming outside. Because not only do we see them, in fact, you know, a woman is meant to do no work after lighting, just to sit there and gaze at them and contemplate their meaning. Our neighbors and those passing by will see them too. Like the mezuzah on our doorposts, they are identifying marks of a Jewish home. We publicize the miracle. We shine our own unique light. And while they may not be as big and as shiny as your neighbor's Christmas lights, they just don't need to be because we're a small and mighty nation. Our light might be smaller in numbers, but oh, it's a ne'er to mead. It's an everlasting light. This week, as you light your Chanukiah and you contemplate its miraculous meaning, can you trust that you have exactly the right prescription for you? That if you're a Jew, by choice, by birth, that your light is vital and important and blindingly exquisite. And if there's a power outage on your block, you will notice that all of the bright and shiny strings of electric lights, they're going to go out. But your little menorah will continue to glow brightly. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Chanukah Sameach. Thanks for listening to Rise and Shine. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Momentum Podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Join Adrian again next time for more timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations that fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note. This podcast was sponsored by the Zeitelman Family Foundation. Spread the wisdom. Inspire Jewish individuals around the globe by supporting Momentum's podcasts. To sponsor, contact podcast at MomentumUnlimited.org. You're listening to a Momentum podcast. For unlimited inspiration, wisdom, and empowerment, visit MomentumUnlimited.org.